Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a bi-weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? Hoofa doofa, do I need a palate cleanser after that last movie, Michael? Well, it just so happens, Madison, that I have the perfect antidote for you. And it's a little direct-to-VHS animated film called... Buzz Lightyear of Star Command! Man, I remember watching this movie. You know what I really appreciated? For people who haven't seen it, at the beginning of the movie, they have like a little bit from Toy Story. Um, right at the beginning, where Rex is really excited to see this movie. And they and the um, little green men bring it in from downstairs. And it's in one of those like... You know those boxes, those like big plastic VHS boxes that were like the white plastic and then like you open it like every single kid's movie in the Mm -hmm. 90s were like had these boxes. Um, And I just really appreciated that. And I'm pretty sure I had the movie in that box. Oh, I did for sure. Yeah. For the avid listeners, it's probably no surprise to you coming off the tales of a troll in Central Park too. Where I mentioned this was a movie that I watched just on repeat as a kid that we're doing this as a, as Madison says, palate cleanser after the hurricane of abysmal that was the past. The hurricane of racism and gross, just, just gross, just gross, yeah. just gross. We're cleaning up the debris after Hurricane Leguizamo. And yeah, we got Leguizamo'd this time. I never realized how actually funny this movie was. Like, as a kid, I was laughing at, like, Booster's antics and XR's antics and that stuff. Like, Zerg is legitimately funny. Like, as an oh, adult yeah. watching this, like, Zerg is hilarious. Like, the bit where he says, A delightful blend of man and machine with just a naughty touch of lingonberry. I shall call you Agent Z. That's stupid. You know he really, really likes that name. Yes, he's been saving it for a very evil henchman. Agent Z, love it. Especially the whole Z thing. And, and, and you know what? We'll save a fortune on Monogram! If I could just squeeze in here, you're, sir, your spy drone is in position. Yeah. Okay. That's Jim Crack and Dandy! Like, that yeah, was a yeah, thing yeah. me and my friends said to each other, like, all the time because of this movie. Like, Zerk has always been the, the star of this movie. But, like, I never realized, like, some of the jokes are actually, like, very sharply written. Target the planet of widows and orphans! You fiend! I knew that would get him. It's also really awesomely animated and drawn. Like, it's, like, a perfect fit for, like, this, like, sci-fi, yeah. over-the-top, like, sci-fi cartoon that exists in this other world. Like, it's a parody. It's a parody of sci-fi, like, like spa- spaceman stuff. They did a really good job, especially, like, on Planet Z, Zerg's home planet, of, like, there's just this, like, red shadow over everything. Mm-hmm. Like, the sky is red, and that, like, reflects in the, the skin tones of the people. The ambiance of Planet Z is just, like, almost visceral. And I think you kind of brought it up a little bit. It, and the movie is sort of, like, with its comedy, aware of itself a little bit, of, like, what it is. Because at the very beginning of the movie, uh, Buzz Lightyear has this partner called... Um, Warp Dark Matter. And it, you think he dies. You think he dies. Um, but it turns out he's this, like, sort of, like, masked, like, um, right hand of Zerg that has been uh, attacking Buzz Lightyear and Agency. Agency. Towards the end of the movie, Warp is like, 
surprised. You're alive? Or am I dead? No, you're not dead. Not yet, anyway. But how? The exploding moon. Convincing, wasn't it? Yeah, Zerg's fireworks are really top shelf. But warp. Agent Z, please. Of course. Amnesia. No. Evil clone. No. Android replica. No. Okay, okay, it's so obvious. Zerg's mind control, Ray. He got to you first. Actually, I went to him. Evil is just so much more profitable than good <laughs> and more fun. I don't believe it. The warp dark matter I trained side by side with would not work for the most evil force in the universe. Look, Lightyear, I've been on Zerg's payroll since the Academy. My name's Dark Matter. Who's surprised here? <laughs> so it's super like campy and weird and awesome. And I'm surprised they even, I'm not really surprised they made a TV show out of it. Cause like, this was clearly a pilot. This is clearly a pilot. I think it is officially episode zero and like the, it, as far as the show goes. And I'm sure the actual pilot of the show was this in like three parts. Probably. That's one reason I'm excited to do this as a sequel. Cause I think we should probably do a sequel is it was so episodic in a way that like we could just do almost like an episode of the show. Right. And that'd be fun. It's just like a cool space adventure. At which point, yeah. no one will go to the Grey Havens at the end of it. We'll see if we get there. I mean, that might fit. Based on the idea that I've got, that might actually kind of... Okay. This also, like, comes at a very, like, opportune time as far as the news and oh, everything. Yeah. Because Toy Story 4's trailer just, like, dropped today, I'm pretty sure. Like, as we're recording this. Hey, a month ago, we were on trend. So, yeah, you'll definitely hear this uh, probably around a month, plus or minus a week or two. Did somebody say... The math is out there. Oh, God, I'm going to hate editing that. Man. <laughs> Nothing will ever top Troll in Central Park 2 or your screaming math. What, what, what in the math? What, 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 what in the math? Math facts. 555 or 555 is used by some in Thailand as slang for ha 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 because the word for five is pronounced ha. Huh. Math blasted. Next, math fact for you. Dividing by zero once put a U.S. Navy warship out of action. In 1997, an unwitting crew member on board the USS Yorktown wrongly entered a zero into one of the ship's computers. This caused the ship's software to divide by zero, meaning that it was stranded and unable to move for over two hours. Hmm. Math blasted. Don't divide by zero, kids. Not even once. Never divide by zero. You don't know what will happen. Your mom could explode. <laughs> you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a purse. You wouldn't divide by zero. Zero madness. Zero madness. <laughs> One more math fact for you. Um, the numbers on the opposite sides of a dice always add up to seven. Hmm. Math blasted. I don't know if that's for all dice. Maybe they're only referencing a six-sided dice. Because, I mean, a d20, a d20 and a, they mean a six-sided dice. But whoever wrote that math fact should have put six-sided dice. Because as us RPGers know, dice come in many forms. Well, um, not too late from seven. Wait, wait. Math facts are done. Okay. Uh, not to leap from segment to segment like John Leguizamo in Fjord's Fury, but I liked this movie. You seem to like this movie. It's fun. Well, 
The internet had their opinions. That's right, gang. It's time, once again, for Daddy's Tomatoes. You got a tomato in me. You got a tomato in me. Don't you remember what your old squirt said? You know, this is actually the second time on this show you have parodied You Got a Friend in Me, the first being A Bug's Life 2. I really thought about um, opening with it, but I remembered we did it for Bug's Life 2, so I didn't want to I didn't want to be um, gauche. It's nice of you to start now. <laughs> uh, our first review comes from Nick J, who says, Worst spinoff movie yet. You expect an animated film, but they decided to make this a cartoon. Bad decision. I'm not sure he knows what animated means. Yeah. What are their spinoff movies? Were there were there any other spinoff movies? I think he means spinoff as a genre, not oh, of yeah. Toy Story. You know what I was really hoping? I think I hoped this as a kid. I really wanted a Woody's Roundup too, as well. Like I, I was thought I thought they were going to do it with Woody's thing too because of the two separate worlds that would have been cool i don't think they were gonna get into like mm-hmm. other ones like mr potato heads island adventure or whatever whatever the fuck he's from <laughs> <laughs> or the show rex is from yeah dinosaurs yeah. he's from the show dinosaurs and then uh the uh very sexual noir movie franchise yeah. slinky dog is from but yeah, I, I was really kind of hoping for like a Woody's Roundup like spinoff too, but they never did that. I would watch like sure. if they made like an actual like version. What if they did like a live version of the mm-hmm. puppet show, you know, in Toy Story 2 that you see that Woody came mm-hmm. from? Like I, I'd watch the shit out of that. Pixar, call us. Mr. Pixar, get at us. <laughs> it's Sir Pixar. He's been knighted. It's Sovereign Pixar. <laughs> Sovereign Pixar. <laughs> Chancellor Pixar. <laughs> Chancellor Pixar. Is it a tale one could learn? <laughs> Not from Disney. I'm just imagining like Di- like Mickey Mouse or like Baloo in like the Palpatine robe, and he's like, "Don't let him kill me." <laughs> it's treason. Then um, our next review comes from Caleb N, who gives this one half star. This was crap. Buzz Lightyear is a toy, not a show. <laughs> The idea was that Buzz Lightyear was from a TV show, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Or that movie, even. Like, but but uh, it, it is weird that Andy would get the movie after he got Buzz, though, right? And yeah, like, the true. timeline. It could just be, because, like, there have been toys that come out that they have then made TV shows about. For sure. So, like, it could just be they came up with a spaceman and, like, the lore and his enemy, and then later were like, oh, shit, there's, like money to be made let's make a tv show so we can come up with new toys i mean i can't think of any franchises that like there were tv shows just to sell toys teenage mutant ninja turtles transformers our last review comes from biddy b-i-d-d-y old biddy who says in all caps buzz is my boyfriend in review (laughs) Sorry, Internet. He's taken. <laughs> Let me go to the Buzz Lightyear wiki. I took a screenshot, so we have the image that I uploaded. I'll highlight it real fast, and then... Alright, so now that we've corrected the 
the record online for Biddy. That's the end of the tomatoes, so maybe we should jump right into the pitch. Let's blast off to sequel and beyond. So this movie's called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. The adventure begins. Yes. So naturally, a sequel could be Buzz Lightyear. The adventure ends. Which then naturally leads one to think Old Man Buzz. Old Man Buzz. Is Zerg going to fuck with his mind and think that everyone in Star Command is a Zerg thrall robot and then uh, he's going to kill everybody in Star Command? Good knowledge of the Old Man Logan comic, by the way. Well done. Right? Right? That'd be fun. No, we're not doing that. Old Man Buzz, he's just, he's getting, he's retired, he's out of the game, but they, they pull him back in for one last mission. Maybe he's to the point of, you know, like the other commander, like the um, guy that's played by Adam Carolla. Yeah, um, Commander Nebula. Commander Nebula. Maybe that's his position now. Like, Commander Nebula is, like, retired. And Buzz is getting to that point, too. And maybe the new Buzz Lightyear figure is um, Mira? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe she's the actually the Admiral now, or the Commander. She's in charge of Star Command. Yeah, and maybe he sees her going out on missions, and then he kind of wants to go, too. And maybe like they're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like an easy, regular, like standard one. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and it gets hairy, and then he overdoes himself, and he like gets hurt or something, or like something fucks up. And like it's like, oh, Buzz Lightyear, not... Um, not like you used to be, right? I see. So this is all, is this all like before we start the movie? Like this is backstory? Like we open on him having been retired for some time? Or is this in the movie? I would, th- I would think this would be in the movie. My concept was whatever inciting it's like he's been retired for a while, either because of that or because he just got too old and decided to quit. And now it's like, we know that you're too old, but we need you specifically for this. What if we open the movie with that scene to get up a little bit of a backstory? Then it's like, okay, well it's time for me to retire. I'm done. I fucked all this up. And then like he's retired for a number of years. And then like his call to action comes. I think we go a little grimmer than the cartoon has done because it's kind of old man Logan esque. Booster dies. I mean, they're at Booster's funeral. Oh God! And Buzz like fucked up on a mission and got him killed, and that's why he's like, "I quit. I'm done." Maybe it's not like Buzz fucked up, but he thinks he fucked up. Yeah, exactly. That's fine too. Like, but he he feels guilty, warranted or not, and thinks I'm just too old now. Yeah, I'm just too old. I can't do this anymore. I. Maybe he left. I don't know. What, what what thing could he have fucked up? Do you think it's like, oh, he left the ship on or something? Or like he didn't secure something properly or something like that? My thinking is that as the, like, they go along, the tech and everything gets so good that like Buzz's style of like tricks and ploys, like the bit where he leaves his glove on like the rooftop firing lasers to distract somebody, that shit doesn't work anymore, but he keeps doing it and it booster died and he thinks it's because he was like his old shit. Like he just wouldn't change with the times maybe. Yeah. Or he, or this, it, what's at the beginning of this time of change, like just mm-hmm. I, it's not my my way of doing things isn't the way things are done anymore it's yeah. it's a world that's evolving and i'm not evolving with it i think that's good like it's just like space rangering becomes a little more like automatic now like mm-hmm. it's not as much like field work anymore it's not getting like down and dirty like it's more like maybe they stay more in their ships and stuff and then they like yeah. send robots down to do everything because like they just started using robots in star command in that movie right so yeah. they're not cowboys anymore they're like 
beat cops now more like it's it's not as much like the wild west like maybe zerg isn't around anymore and he comes back and that's the reason like he does things the way buzz does things and they don't yeah. they're not equipped to to do that so they need buzz to get like in his head and help them do you think him leaving is his choice or do you think it's kind of like you we're retiring you I think he quits. You think he quits? Okay. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't blame himself for Booster dying. He blames like Star Command for the way they do things. Like, no, if we'd done this my way, it would have been all right. But you and your, now all the paperwork and the robots and whatever, like old school cop tirade about how yeah. you're not doing things the way they need to be done, etc. Back in my day, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. Like, so I would assume, because I don't think Buzz Lightyear would leave without thinking that Zerg was like, taken care of right so like is he in prison is he presumed dead or is he presumed dead although him escaping prison could give buzz a good like i fucking told you so yeah what if he is in prison like there's a scene at the beginning where he like goes and sees him he's in the prison it's just like everything's automatic here you don't have anything anyone stationed here it's like oh well it's state of the art or whatever Mm -hmm. this is basically becoming Tim Allen's other vehicle, Last Man Standing, <laughs> where he hates millennials. I think that's just Tim Allen in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But in the TV show, it was Patrick Warburton. And fun fact about the movie, Tim Allen voices Buzz Lightyear like he does in Toy Story. And Patrick Warburton voices the uh, LGMs or the Little Green Men, um, as you remember from Toy Story, if you've seen those movies but in the tv show for buzz lightyear star command patrick warburton voices the buzz lightyear character because tim allen probably couldn't be locked down for that sort of commitment so yeah what if we have a new agency that is so clearly booster like maybe he's actually got mind control it's just the same thing (laughs) it's just it's the same story but it's like super clearly booster And, and maybe we go with the mind control angle so we don't have Booster was corrupt the whole time. Because, like, when Buzz learns that Warp Dark Matter is Agent Z, he's like, oh, mind control, of course, whatever. Like, he's all these explanations. He's like, no, I was just crooked. So Buzz has these problems with Star Command and everything. And Booster is such, like, a Buzz Lightyear fanboy, you know? Like, that's his whole character. What if, like, Booster agrees and it's not mind control, so he flips? He's like, mm. yeah, this isn't the way things should be done. This is the way, like, the galaxy should be, like, yes, okay, and everything. Okay. That's beautiful. So Booster flips, thinking that he's doing what Buzz would. As far as, like, Buzz quits because of this. So Booster thinks, like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, this isn't how Rangers do things. We're supposed to, like, get into it. So he flips to incite things, like, to show the flaws in the system. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't flip. Like, he's not loyal to Zerg. He frees Zerg to be like, we got to get somebody out there doing things the way Buzz does once, like, does things so that we, Buzz will come back. I agree. It's so procedural because we've locked up Zerg and, like, that's not the way it should be. It's not necessarily like he believes in what Zerg is doing. It's more of like he believes, like you said, in what Buzz believes. So he frees Zerg so that things can go back to that way. Which is fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. It's basically him not letting his hero be flawed obsolete obsolete yeah which is actually kind of compelling what is zerg's plan i think zerg's plan is to because he did the mind control thing in the first movie what if he so he's been in in captivity for years or whatever Mm -hmm. what if he wants to maybe zerg is aged too right 
a little bit. Like, I mean, I think he's a robot, but... Yeah, or some kind of, like, super suit or something. Yeah, so maybe he doesn't even know what to do. He's like, okay, well, I'm free now. I've been in jail for years. Like, I don't even know where to begin. So Booster, like, helps him. Why don't you, like, attack this base or, like, do this? Or he's basically just trying to do, like, some sort of big incident that gets Buzz's attention. So what if it was, like... He attacks the opening of like a a Lightyear museum, like the like the Buzz Lightyear museum is like the history museum of this academy or whatever, like or something like that. Sure. I mean, maybe he just wants to kill Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Like it's just a straight up. Ooh, it's a hunt, so we could do like the dead, the most dangerous game. No. <laughs> he brings Buzz Lightyear a Jumanji game board. We open up on like a very long song with Booster in the shower doing impressions. So I don't like. I feel like his play needs to be like taking things back to the way they were in a way that we Buzz at the end will like see that. Because I don't. I feel like. Maybe Booster's more the main character of this one then, because I feel like Buzz is more, like, cool with the fact that he's obsolete. Like, he's sad, obviously, but, like, that's just the way things are. Like, he understands, like, I'm just not going to evolve with the times, so I need to go. And that's just the way it goes sometimes. And so it's him, like, basically being like, Booster, we got to take him back because that's just the way it is. And it sucks, but, like, you got to let it go. So what if Booster gets zerg into star command and he basically takes over star command yes and i think that's to to, for it to be something big enough to like cause a commotion and then like it be like well how did zerg get in here and then like boosters being found out right like Mm -hmm. and i think it basically becomes like a hostage situation or something like that and Mm. but when zerg takes over star command he shuts down all their systems so they're like people have to go back to doing things the old way Mm -hmm. right and then what? it gives Buzz the realization at the end. It's like, this was so hard to do. We can't do it like this anymore, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I like the idea that Buzz went quietly. Like he was, like I said, he was sad, but he gets it. But I do like the idea of him coming to a realization of like, but yeah, I think that works. I had an idea. What if Zerg takes him hostage and demands Buzz Lightyear or something like that, like surrender to him or something. And so Buzz like breaks in and it's almost like a fucking, we come back to die hard kind of but at the end when he breaks in and zerg's like oh thank god please arrest me i'm so tired (laughs) like (laughs) he's only doing it because booster's there and like kind of made him do it yeah he doesn't want to do this anymore he's old and he's ready to retire also and then he and buzz are just like we're so tired booster come on come on and then that booster keeps it going and like booster like i think it's booster that comes up with the plot right (laughs) like or like the plan so throughout the whole thing Booster's just like, okay, Zerg, now do this, do this, do this. Put put this code in. You're going to, like, take over the security system. Then you're going to down the shield. Like, you're going to cut off the communications. And then Zerg is like, okay. <laughs> but we don't learn this until the end when Buzz gets there. Like, I think for the whole movie, we have to believe, the audience has to believe that Zerg is, like, legit and is there to do the thing. It's only at the end where he's like, he told me to do it. Like, this yeah. is all his plan. So maybe Booster's plan then is like, because I think Mira is in charge, like is the commander of Star yeah. Command now. And so Booster's plan was like, well, we've got her kidnapped. We got her tied up here in the room also. And like, 
oops, Zerg kills her, and now you're in charge of Star Command. Like you just you just got through Star Command. You can be in charge now, and we can do things the way that they should. Like the you know the way that they've always been done. Are you saying he does kill her, or that's like the that's Booster's last idea? Yeah. I think that's like the end of the plan. Is like, oops, we lost Mira in the fight, and you just proved that you're better than all of Star Command. So like you're gonna be in charge now. Got it. Got it. We can do things the way that they should be done. So we're like in the room right now. Like we're like in the room, and Booster's like explaining his plan, like to, yeah. every, to everyone. And he, even Zerk is like, "Shit, man!" Like, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. He looks at Booster and he's like, "You got dark. You got fucking dark, man." Yeah. Man. Thirty years ago, I would have thought that was rad. Yeah, but that's just that's too much for me. I'm like. So two questions: Where's XR through this? And what are some of the challenges that Buzz overcomes in the Die Hard of Star Command? For sure, like I think, because he's kind of a lone warrior, right? Like that's mm-hmm. I think he even I think even the suits that everyone wears are like more high tech, more high tech than his is. Like the chest part is way sleeker as well. Like yeah, maybe they have like energy wings. They look the same, but they're just like pure energy or something. Yeah, and but Buzz still wears the old the old gear right so yeah um there's a scene where he breaks into the buzz lightyear museum a la captain america winter soldier at the end where he steals his old world war ii suit back from like the the museum yeah um totally seen that movie he does that at the end spoilers stanley's the curator oh man i am so fired got it so he he does that he goes steals his old suit and he tries to infiltrate the Star Command base. Maybe initially he is mimicking Mira and is telling like over the intercom is like, if you see Buzz Lightyear, shoot on sight. This he's a he's like a criminal or something. So like initially <laughs> maybe he's fighting other Star or Starfleet people. And then, like, eventually Buzz somehow, like, reveals that it's actually Zerg behind it all or whatever. Um, gotcha. I'm just thinking of, like, because I, I feel like Booster's trying to, like, has a plan in place where, like, he is trying to get Buzz to the place, but he needs it to seem real, right? Yeah, I mean, so he needs Buzz to successfully defeat the countermeasures right. and make it to the room t- to prove that he is still, like, viable. Yeah. His way is still a, vi- a viable way. So I get what you're saying. I think that um, they need to do a lot of like security. I think more like ro- like you said, like robots and mm-hmm. automated security measures in place because Buzz defeating them proves the point that Buzz was right, and that's the way that they should still be doing things. Yeah. So <clears throat> maybe I guess because Buzz doesn't have like too many like moves, right? Like he has like his laser. He he has his uh, he has his like wing boosters. He's probably pretty like not really martial arty, but he did. He has like a flip at one point. I remember seeing him do that. But like, so maybe like a thing that Star Command has started doing and really leaning on is like scanners. Like before you yeah. go into a situation, you scan it and like get the layout and how many hostiles and stuff. And Buzz is much more of the like kick the door down and go from there. Like he acts and then reacts instead of like making a plan. Yeah. So the forces or like the defenses. They scan the room first, but before they're even done scanning, Buzz just, like, blasts in and, like, destroys them, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think he, like, just shoots them and, um, or as, like, the robots are calibrating, like, okay, like, the situation of the battlefield has changed, reanalyzing, and then, like, when mm-hmm. it's, once it's reanalyzing, 
like Buzz just like blasts its head off, right? So how does he countermeasure the people? Because like you said, maybe Booster slash Zerg have put out fake mirror demand, uh, commands of shoot on sight, etc., etc. So I think that Buzz has to fight current Star Command personnel also. Yeah, but maybe because everything's so automated and like everything, people aren't trained as mm, like as good. Grizzly. Like so, like once he actually faces them, they don't really know that kind of fighting. Right. Mm-hmm. So like they they probably had to go through it like in like Academy, but it wasn't anything that they ever had to like really do before. That's good. So yeah. he just like kicks their ass because like they, they're like frantic because they've never been put in a situation where they had to actually fight anybody. Yeah, that's good. So so what happened with XR? Is he there? Maybe Buzz has to fight XR. Maybe. I mean, because XR is just a comic relief character. Right. So. He's the brain. So if they automated everything and there's all these robots, he's not like to steal this from the original. He's like the Unimind of Star Command. He's mm. the central robot mock. That everything's hooked into him. Yeah. He eventually got uploaded into like the computer. He's like, he is the thing that runs everything. They started plugging stuff into him and then they built around it. Like he's basically part of the machine now, but he's like yeah. the central part of the machine. Yeah. And maybe that's another reason Buzz left that's not right it's such like i you know like you just basically killed xr yeah even if xlr was like cool with it right like so yeah 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 Yeah. are we retconning the booster fakes his own death or like he was alive and he's just doing this now like he went rogue yeah i don't think i don't think booster dies at the beginning i don't think he does anymore i think it's just like maybe buzz fucks up or something in the thing and he sees that like he's just not a viable like, he doesn't fit in this version of Starfleet anymore. Yeah, that's, so. that's cool. I just, so, so I'm clear and the listeners are clear that Booster didn't fake his own death. Yeah, I think it's okay. just, like, a betrayal. Like, he's still in the, the fleet. It's just he is he, he flips to gotcha. enact this inside job to get, things to, how, to get things how they used to be, damn it. Right. Okay. So, well, what about the LGMs? Let's talk about them. The LGMs, a little green man. Mm-hmm. Because everything's so automated, maybe they aren't even like part of it anymore. Like we're maybe they're the people who keep everything like repaired and everything. That's what I'm thinking. Because that kind of seemed like their job anyway. And maybe maybe they're also research and development because they were the ones who started the robot thing because they mm-hmm. built XLR in the first movie. So I think it's just XR. XLR is a term for a camera. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's like experimental ranger was what it's yeah. short for it's just like an automatic thing because i think of cameras xlr um but sure. xr xr was their original creation so i think they built all the other ai and automated systems too so i think they just kind of like upkeep in their like research and development now yeah it's not we don't know the scene at the beginning when buzz quits like the the you know then we cut to like i hate to say it we cut to like 20 years later after buzz quits or whatever he says something like after what happened to xr I can't be part of this anymore. It's not my yeah. star command anymore. And we don't know what happens until Buzz gets into the base and all of the automated voices are XR's voice. Yeah, I like that. So we leave it ambiguous. And then it's like, once we get there, there's like a, and maybe he has to get to XR to shut down the base before he can get to Zerg. I, Cause I feel like we can't just have him do die hard. There needs to be like a second, like more of a twist than just like, well, here's, you know, an hour of Buzz just, breaking his way through robots and force fields and untrained star command personnel. Like there needs to be a thing that he has to do before he can get to the boss. Well, and I actually think 
shutting down XR, maybe that's like the final thing, but it actually would kill XR. Like XR is done after that, right? So that booster's like, that's all we have to do. We just have to turn off XR. We got to do that. And then like Buzz is like, no, that would like truly kill him even more so than he has. See, right? I my, th- my thinking is Buzz does it. And like, there's some scene with him and XR and XR is like, yeah, you need to stop booster. Like he finally, he gets through all the program with stuff okay. and talks to XR. And so when he confronts booster and booster's like, see, you did it the old way. And Buzz is like, we never killed anybody the old way. Yeah. This isn't the way it used to be. I had to kill XR to stop you. XR is gone, booster. Yeah, yeah. I think that's... And that's part of the emotional beat that like stops Booster in his tracks is like, no, this isn't this isn't the runaround cowboy romp days of yore. I had to kill our friend to stop you. Yeah. How is that anything like what we used to do? Yeah. And also Booster's trying to get him to like, is basically like, oh, we're also going to kill Mira so you can be in charge. Like... Booster's off the level. Like Booster, Booster... Yeah. Oh, for sure. ...has gone over the edge. So does Booster get, go quietly is the question then? Or do they have to... I think like um, maybe Booster, maybe they have like a final fight and like Booster's like hearing that, like I think any villain or even that person is just, he's already so convinced of his plan, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, fine, Buzz, if you're not going to bring back the old ways, I just am. And then like they have a final fight and they, I think, I don't think Buzz Lightyear kills. Mm-hmm booster but like i think he like he beats him down and then like he gets taken to prison right Mm -hmm. yeah i think we need to give mira something to do so she's not as we talked about in the past she's not just like damsel in distress like Mira's arguably mira's a very strong character oh yeah the whole scene in the first movie where she's like bossing the training yeah i mean she comes in and all right we're cranking it up to level nine people bring it on level nine commander they're only rookies come on I train on level nine. I know. And then she beats level 10 on top of that. So yeah, like, I don't, I just, but even throughout that, not even like the, the, as some might argue the Mary Sue Mira just beating Buzz level, Buzz's level of training right off the bat. Like at the beginning of the movie, like throughout the movie, she's like, talks back to him. She catches him in that loophole about the rules. Like you three take the ship, find the planets that Zerg hasn't hit yet and supervise immediate evacuations. What about Zerg? He's my problem. He's everybody's problem. Mira, there's only one way for me to finish this mission. Alone. But Buzz, that's against the rules. In the Star Command mission manual, it clearly states that no ranger is to go into action without backup. I think it's section six, subsection delta. Actually, it's section six, subsection gamma. He's right, big guy. Subsection delta is the dress code. Incidentally, why can't we have nose rings? Because nose rings are for punks, little mister. Well, if you can take on Zerg alone, I don't see why XR can't get a nose ring. I was just asking a question. I'm not the one getting a nose ring. Then who's getting a nose ring? (gasps) That's why Buzz wants to ditch us. I am not getting a nose ring. Nobody's getting a nose ring. It's against the rules. Which apparently don't apply to you. Of course they apply to me. The rules apply to everyone. Great, then you're not facing Zerg alone and we'll be your backup. I want the three of you off this planet now. Or just that yeah. like logistical loophole of like what he's trying to say. So like what if because Booster is still kind of like a rough and tumble ranger still, like and mm-hmm. Buzz is older, like Booster actually beats Buzz at the mm. end, like and he's about to like do the coup de gras, but like what Buzz was actually doing is using like his old school strategy logic because he was giving Mira enough time to like escape. 
And then Mira does her uh, mind squeeze on Booster to, like, knock him out. And then, like, to, like, like, to get enough time to do that. What if at the beginning of the movie, near the beginning, like when they break her out, Mira's not there because she was like on some mission or she was somewhere and but her ship malfunctions and she's basically trapped in like deep space. And so she has to get back at some point while Buzz is doing and this gives us like a B story. And so it's her basically having to resort kind of to Buzz's methods of doing things and kind of learns like actually there's still value in, in some of the old ways. I think that's a lot for a B story. That sounds like a whole other A story almost. I mean, it, like, yeah, it's, it's just the classic like we're lost in space and we're fixing the ship. Like, I, I don't think it needs to be a huge amount of. But the thing I think like Mira and Booster and even XR like because they are part of that old squad or that old regime, it's sort of like. I think for Mira and XR, for sure, it's more like, this is just progress, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is just progress, and sure. like, this is how things go. Booster is young enough to, or he's young, but he is, like, wants to hold on to the old ways because he's such a Buzz Lightyear fanboy. Mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear's just too old to keep up, yeah. right? I just, I, I I'm know, wearing... like, I, I, I don't see Mira, like, kind of, like, being like, oh, yeah, that rough and tumble ranger shit, like, we don't, like, that sucked, like... I meant more the idea of, like, because we have Buzz, like, you just, you said the idea is that none of the rangers are actually really trained in combat. Yeah. Basically, like, that, like, they don't have to go back, but, like, actually, we probably do need to teach our rangers more more of the old ways. It, we don't, we don't go back, but we also, like, are like, hey, just in case... And and it's fine, but I just, I'm wary of having her arc be, I was captured until Buzz bought me the time to escape. Like, that still feels... I agree. I'm more against it because it just doesn't seem like Mira's character. And and I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, that's that's where I'm coming from, is I was looking for something where she is actively doing a thing to help, and it's not like... I'm just here until Buzz buys me a window to to save the day. Like what I'm saying is, it doesn't seem like Mira's character just to sit and be captured because it mm-hmm. it just like isn't no, like like yeah I agree. There's no impetus in like the first movie to see that like that she would ever be in that situation or stay in it long. What if she wakes up after the Zerg thing and she's in the that training simulator and Booster is basically just running it nonstop and so she's just constantly fighting and. And maybe she finds some way throughout that to, like, gain an edge and help take Booster down. I don't know. But, like, that's a thing that she's doing. It is a form of capture and being restrained in a way that is still action. And she's still kind of holding her own. I like that. Like, maybe it's, like, just keep every single level, it just keeps going up a level. But it's mm-hmm. on, like, for reals mode, right? Yeah. So, like, level 10 was the most we ever, like, mm-hmm. saw so what if it was like level like fifty or twenty five yeah. or something like That's that? Right. Like like it, it gets to that that amount of like training. Maybe Booster even's like goes to to like the training thing is like I had to like go get the old programs because we don't even use these anymore for some reason. I still think that she should maybe have some kind of useful contribution to in the end. I don't really know how to swing that without Buzz turns off the training program, which is just as basically. She just does this until Buzz buys her time. Like maybe it, it could still be like what I talked about before, where he's buying her time to mm-hmm. do the mind squeeze thing. But instead of her being like captured in that room, 
Mm-hmm. Like, he sees her, maybe as he's making his way through it, like, she's trying to escape the training room. Mm-hmm. And Booster's so distracted by Buzz, like, he, he doesn't even pay attention to her anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So she escapes the training room, and in that final confrontation, he sees Mira, like, go through a wall, and, like, he fights Booster long enough for her to yeah. do the mind yeah. squeeze. That's good. Um, Buzz is the distraction in that, like, maybe we, we have to set up that, like, Booster has to keep, like, reprogramming or pushing some button or something to reactivate, to start the training over again. Mm-hmm. Like, to keep her busy. And so Buzz, when he shows up, manages to distract Booster long enough that he forgets. And then Mira has defeated the last level of training. Like, it doesn't restart, and she sneaks through. The- so it's less he get he buys her time, and he- more he's the distraction. Which fits, because, like, they don't do, like, the training like they used to. It's not built into their automated system, so he always has to manually reset it, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 I don't know, I, I, that feels less like Buzz turns off the thing so she can win and let more like he buys the time for it to run itself out and she still beats the shit out of it yeah i like that i think that that's good can we add like an extra thing where like the training room isn't even a training room anymore it's like a mess hall or something Mm -hmm. like that or like they turned it into like a community area where people just like chill and hang out like it's like a beer garden (laughs) Uh, i was gonna say like storage then we'll have scenes of they blow up a shelf and it's like oh this is I don't know, metal rods. And so now she's just like using two metal rods and like beating robots to death and shit. Like she's, it's a, we have scenes of her like utilizing the stuff that was stored in that room. Yeah. In the fight. So how do we end this? I think it's sort of like what you talked about with Mira, where Mira is like, you know, there's some truth as much as like, I hate to admit it. There's some Mm -hmm. truth to what Booster was saying. Our people aren't trained as much as they used to. They need to at least be Mm -hmm. somewhat able because like you buzz you're like so much older than them or like you're like 70 i think yeah 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 like and you tromp them on like the field combat and everything like we need to up that and like we we should do that but still like these automated systems they make everything easier or they make there's there's merit to both sides of it right it shouldn't be all either way it should be an equal balance in my head it's like Buzz is like, you talked about where there's a point where he's like, I'm fucking knackered. You were right. Like, this was, how did we ever live like this? In a way of like, like just, this was, you know, like, like that. And she's like, yeah, you know, a lot of the old ways were harder. And she says something like, you know, but maybe we need to keep track of some of the old ways. And she kind of turns and they look out and we see that they're clearing out the training room and like reinstalling the training apparatus. She's like, we're not giving up the scanners. We're not giving up, you know, this, but we need to be ready because, and like yeah. you said, like you're, you're 70 years old and regardless of whether or not you're Buzz Lightyear, you beat everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, you took down everybody. You beat people three times, three times your life, third. <laughs> three times your age. Yeah. Like a third year. Old. That's kind of a note of like, we're not giving up the progress, but we are, it is a, you, a point has been made that we do need to be ready. Yeah. And I, I think the visual scene of like, you know, some of the old ways maybe, and they're clearing out the train, the stuff out of the training room. So it's a training room again. And Zerg gets taken back to his cell and like, he is just like, he's so happy. So, so happy. He's so happy. He goes back to his needle point that he's doing. He has like, I he had that. half finished. That's what he said. I had, I had this idea in my mind of him being let out in handcuffs by Star Command after like they're cleaning up. And he says something like, Oh, it's Thursdays. It's chicken nuggets or whatever. Like he's super yeah, psyched. Yeah. But I love the idea of he's like, Oh, good. I can get back to my needle point. I'm knitting a sweater or whatever. <laughs> like, and it's definitely 
like a needle point with like a Z on it, right? Because mm-hmm. I love the idea that he like Buzz definitely has a beard. I think obviously, like a pretty yeah. g- decent gray beard. I think Zerg does too, but on his helmet, and we never yeah, talk about sure. it. Oh, I like the idea of like Zerg being because he's kind of a robot dude. Like, or, well, we, I guess we don't really know, right? Okay, so. so I actually I looked this up real quick on the wiki a second ago. His species is never revealed in the show or the movie, but the way the wiki phrases it is he's never seen without his helmet. So I, my impression then is that it's like a suit of some kind. Okay. So. Well, maybe he still wears this suit because I like the idea of maybe like the suit's sort of like rusted and stuff. Like it's sort of like if a robot was old. <laughs> my here's what I'm thinking is when Booster busts him out, he's wearing the helmet but like the black and white striped prisoner, like old timey prisoner outfit, they get his armor out of some kind of storage. And yes, it's super rusty and like rinky yeah. dink and broken down. Like, I, I think that's a great imagery, I, but I love the idea of Zerg with the helmet and just like this, like long johns basically. <laughs> and like, he's like, this thing's heavy. <laughs> like, I can't. That's part of the scene when Bush is up. And he's like, Oh, thank God. I'm so tired. It's like, how did I ever wear this heavy armor? <laughs> I think we did it, dude. Yeah, we did. This is a good movie. I think it's pretty good. So what do we call it? Uh, Old Man Buzz sounds really great. Now, do we want to call it Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, colon, Old Man Buzz, or just Old Man Buzz? I think Old Man Buzz. There you have it, Frequels. Old Man Buzz. So we did it? We did the fuck out of this one. This was so good. So much better than the past. I'm so happy about this movie. Mm -hmm. Well, if we did it. That's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. The people can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers. And as always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Like in sequel. You can get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Uh, Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. Instagram is the underscore equalizers. And I have a pretty good idea of what this this week's art's going to be, and I'm real excited for it. Special thanks on our theme song, Rock Thing. Go to Creo. You can find their work at www.creo-music.com. I implore you, Frequels, please review our humble podcast. Please, sir, can we have some reviews? Yeah, um, on top of that, I'll say this. I haven't said it in a while. Just maybe tell a friend about us, too. Yeah, like, word of mouth is the best advertisement. If you find even, like, a quarter of what we say funny, just be like, hey, listen to a quarter of that podcast. And, you know, I we understand that the, the business model we picked with movies is if you haven't seen the movie, you're probably not going to listen to the episode. Like, we get it. So, like, just tell a friend, because maybe they've seen movies you haven't seen, and they might listen to some of those, like... You know, we hope we listen to all of them because we're funny, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. You know, we try to keep it pretty fresh. I mean, movies like The Pest and Invisible Dad and Cool Dog and Mazes and Monsters, uh, you know, like all these really fresh hits that everybody's seen. Absolutely. Anyway, rate and review would be amazing, uh, but also just maybe tell somebody about us. That'd be great. We'd appreciate it. We'll love you forever. So next time we find... The king, born rightwise, true of England, as Jackson Eflin pitches the Sword in the Stone 2. So, for the Equalizers. I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Buzz Lightyear's my boyfriend. To be continued. I like the old days, but not all the old days. Only the-